Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast. I am Graham. It's a very special day. Football is back Hell yeah. in America and back in the podcast studio with me, Tony Podcaviar. Yeah. What's going on, Terry? Not much, man. Just enjoying football and then enjoying life, man. Yep. Just moved and everything is awesome. Absolutely. And it's a big day. This is a pretty fun day to be doing podcasting. Fuck yeah, man. Because here in the uh, One Graham Army studios, we have the games going, yeah. a little red yeah. zone action. Dude, this two weeks in a row, we had big days. Big days. last week, we had the listening party. I that was fucking week one of the NFL. Yep. No, this it's is amazing. Two, this is two weekends where two doing weekends, the yeah. podcast was two or at least two uh, recording sessions where we've had like a bit of a celebration. Hell yeah. The last two. And yeah. I, I enjoyed it. And yeah, for people, if you uh, missed it or you haven't gotten the notes yet or the memos, <laughs> yeah. go subscribe to Pod Caviar. Tony uh, made an album. Yeah. That is, you know, I've had a, I've had a little bit of time to digest it yeah. to this point. And I think it's a... Um, it's a, a religious audio painting. It's like the it's like the 2018 audio version yeah. of some sort of painting of the cross from 1500, like yeah. some sort of yeah. like painting <laughs> of the uh, crucifixion. That, yeah. It's I nuts. Agree. It is it's crazy nuts. for people with no frame of reference to what I'm talking about. It, if you listen to it, you will see why it's so difficult for me to catch it. But it's fantastic, right. and uh, kudos are in order. Thank you. And if you haven't subscribed to Podcaviar, you can go and listen to that if you ever have time. Please do so. And it's on it's on uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. Okay. Yeah. Just um, search for the final instructions on SoundCloud and you'll find it. Yeah, it was fantastic. But also, so, yeah, we had that celebration last weekend. Yeah. And uh, we did a good One Graham Army episode last weekend, too. We Oh, yeah. Remember? Oh, oh yeah. With the crossover shit. Yeah. We that con- shit was crazy. Yeah, we constructed the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the Knight Rider and MacGyver yeah. crossover. I, I haven't not thought about it anymore, either. Right. I haven't not, not thought about it. We had fucking walked through that shit from. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, we did a. I mean, and it'll work. It does. It'll, it'll definitely work. They'll somebody you know? will put that together for us oh, yeah. at some point. But it's just it's just a good example of how uh, you know just how exciting the ideas we've been having the last few weeks. Right. Right. You know? And then this week we get to take a little break and watch some NFL football. I'll be honest with you. Um, the last few years I haven't gotten that excited about the start of the NFL, and I think part of me has tried to blame it on. Oh, you know, the NFL's overexposed, the media's too involved, there's doing there's all this horrible goings on. Mm-hmm. But I realized that it was because the Bears were terrible. Right. And so even subconsciously mm-hmm. and sometimes very consciously, I would be like, I'm not watching football this year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could see that. If your team is not good. Yeah. And, even, and I suffered through many years of the Cowboys not being good yep. after their glory years of the 90s and such. So I get it. Yeah. You just yeah. don't give a shit. Absolutely. And you kind of give a shit, but you give a shit less. Yeah. And even fantasy wise, mm-hmm. I would get to the point where I would 
not watch the games right. and just see what the points looked like. Yeah. You know, as opposed yeah. to sitting through the games, which also began to defeat the purpose of playing fantasy football, because at the end of the day, even yeah. if there's money on the line, what it does is it adds a little extra. It yeah. Adds a little something to your football Sunday. It does. You know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, but I think this season I am, I'm, I'm hopeful that the bears, it's early. I, by the time people listen to this podcast, we will know what right. happened with the Bears and Packers <laughs> on Sunday Night Football. And you'll be able to gauge my reaction the following morning. But for now, I'm hopeful. Right. It's the beginning of week one. Right. We've seen some great football. This has been nice. We've just been hanging out. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm I'm a little bit more hopeful for the NFL for this season. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about your Cowboys going into this season. They have the youngest team in the NFL. Um, they've done a lot of things. Uh, especially on the defense, they generally they draft really good, especially in the past couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I am always hopeful. I think they'll do good. Uh, I just want their defense to step up, step up. If they can get a good pass rush, they'll be amazing. Yeah, and a lot of people like to to um, criticize Dak Prescott, saying he doesn't, you know, he's not like the quarterback of the future. I watched a team called the Baltimore Ravens win a Super Bowl. With a quarterback named Trent Dilfer and his backup Tony Banks, Trent because Dilfer. their fucking defense was so dominant, unbelievable, so, exactly defense that year. So Can I, you know, as a side note, a fun thing for people to keep an eye on uh, this week when you're watching football. Trent Dilfer, I believe, probably he still does analysis, yes, like he does. pregame and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. he was on ESPN, right? yeah, yeah, because the worst of the worst, right, right. Are on ESPN, <laughs> <laughs> always, one hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. And John Gruden was on ESPN at a point course, where, yeah. he believed, oh my God. where he began to believe, A, that he's a really good football coach, and B, that he could do it again. Right. Uh, which, yeah. is all, <laughs> which is all incredibly silly. <laughs> but specifically to Trent Dilfer, uh, if you're watching Monday Night Football this week, and listeners, I want you to pay special attention to how Trent Dilfer talks about people who play quarterback. Yeah. He, he sits next to Steve Young. Right. And disagrees with things that Steve, Steve Young says. Young. Steve Young, dude. What things Steve Young says about being a quarterback. Right. And decision making <laughs> and what you're capable of. Trent Dilfer will disagree with him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've done that before. I've been with people who didn't know. Family uh-huh. members, friends, whatever. And mm-hmm. You know, watching a football game, and I'll go, okay, one of the guys on the screen here is one of the greatest <laughs> quarterbacks who ever lived. Right. Another guy is a guy who was the quarterback for a team that had the, one of the greatest defenses exactly. that has ever been constructed and won a Super Bowl seven to nothing, seven to three. 10 to 3. The Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, no, the they Ravens beat the shit won? out of the, No, they beat the shit out of the Giants. Oh, well, yeah. well, well what was the game? What Maybe it was the AFC Championship game. Yeah, it was, it was one of those. One of those I, no, was, no, the, the, the majority of the games during the season yeah, were like were that. Like where that. It was yeah. like. The, where, I didn't remember the score being that big, but I yeah. you know, often don't remember things. But that's sort of beside the point. <laughs> right. I, would t- I would always tell someone, I'd be like, and one of these guys is a guy who, you know, yeah. was incredibly fortunate to play football yeah nine out of ten times people select trent dilfer as being the michael jordan of quarterbacks yeah you know what i mean i mean he definitely was not sitting next to steve young steve fucking young yeah it is one of those silly quirks of the football season is that those guys all those guys all come back right you know and and trent dilfer has a super bowl ring yeah i mean marino doesn't nope and that's just how that's just how it happens you know 
I mean, anybody Could, who's who's a big football fan will understand yeah, the, what that means. The, the craziness yeah. of that, you know. Oh, yeah. And for listeners who may be disinterested, I got a hint for you. The, a lot of the first part of this podcast is going to be about football. But yeah. Yeah, Marino not having. Can you imagine how many yards Marino would throw for now? Like if you took Marino in oh, his prime, fuck yeah, and dude, yeah. I mean, because look at how long it took for anybody to start breaking his records, and then they started falling, mm-hmm. and as they fell progressively, the job of being a quarterback became much less difficult, right? Especially Dan Marino took a lot of punishment. I mean, he did, he, yeah, he did something in the way that he was attacked and allowed to be attacked right. in the NFL when he right. played that position. What he did is extra, extra, extraordinary. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he's a great quarterback. I mean. Just I, luckily, I got to see him play, you yeah. know, and yeah. before he retired. And that's just, I, I don't know, the game has evolved to something completely different. So I'm glad that I was able to see back then. I'm sure you can relate to this. We were absolutely seeing the guys back then, you yeah. know, Walter in the game. Payton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's, Emmett it's Smith. We crazy. all watched yeah. Barry Sanders. Yeah. We watched, you know, you watch. That's that's one thing that I will give football credit for, and it's something I don't mind about football, mm-hmm. is that it is kind of always changing. Mm-hmm. I'll say in the last few years they've meddled with it to the point where I'm like, okay, we don't know what a catch is. This is a big right. this is a big part of exactly. me being able to sit through these <laughs> games. You know, understanding right. what I'm watching now is it's, it's it's unbelievable how they 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 tinker with the rules enough to where now it's a penalty for almost if you right. even look at hitting somebody. Yeah. They have penalties for if you tackle the quarterback and your the weight of your body falls on the quarterback. That's a penalty. How do you stop that from happening? Change the gravitational constant of the universe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Just, you have you to just uh, do it. You know, defy the laws of physics. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're a 300 pound person running eight miles yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah. And your job is to go after the quarterback. When you get the quarterback. Tackle him gently. Do not fall on him. Mm-hmm. Even though it is literally impossible for you to not fall on somebody. Right. Yeah. And your weight is, uh, when it gets going, Yeah, it's a bunch of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's unlikely. It's, a, it's like if, if you have somebody that, if you have a drunk friend and they start stumbling and you try to fucking... If you try to catch them, they're going to fall on you. They, you know? Yeah. Well, and see, and that was the thing, though, too, is when the NFL really peaked in, like, the early, mid-2000s. Right. Uh, it was because when they would change rules, they would make the rules, like, make it, like, more higher scoring. Right. More, right. You know, more right. devastating yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's what people want to see. Well, yeah. And they're gladiators. You said this before. They're yeah, fucking we, gladiators. Yeah, we mentioned you know? this on the podcast yeah. before, that what happened to the NFL was that too many people got to see it, you know? Exactly. It became a family event. Exactly. And the NFL is not a family event. It's not. It's not a family no, it's sport. Not. No, it's, it's not. not. And it's never been. No. Even when they had the fucking the leather wallet helmets, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it definitely wasn't then. No. No fucking no. No. No yeah. fucking way. The, but, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, the NFL as we know it. and, and that, But that was something I appreciated in the early 2000s when the NFL would, uh, you know, they would make changes for the better and the game just got better and better and better. Right. And now it just seems like they change rules in such an arbitrary way. Yeah. That it, it really changes the entire complexion of how the game is yeah. played. Yeah. 
But then, and they always do it because they want to change the rules to because of player safety. Huh, yeah, see, here's an interesting thing. And I don't know, you may know more than I do about this, but I don't think they ever reinstituted the push out rule. Like, remember when it was a pet, like, where, like, if you caught the ball yeah. and, the, and a defender hit you, mm-hmm. you were wherever he pushed you out of bounds. No, at. yeah, no, you're just out of bounds now. Right, see? I mean, and no, I it remember was, it was when, an incomplete pass, though, yeah. Right, see, I remember when they changed that, and yeah. I was like, this is about player safety? This is a weird one to squeeze <laughs> right. in here. Yeah. Because that was when dudes were getting laced. Yeah. That was why, that rule made sense to me. Yeah. Like, hey, he's standing on the sidelines, <laughs> jumping vertically in the air. He can't make an adjustment one exactly. way or the other. So you can't just run as fast as you can into his hip. Right. And be like, let's see if we can not break his neck. Yeah. <laughs> that rule made a little bit more sense to me. Of the course. force yeah, out I mean, rule. That dude, and but... it keeps the game going. There's two giant dudes battling for it at the sideline yeah. trying to get up to get the ball and they bump into each other and one of them falls out of bounds. It makes sense to give him the catch. Of course. Because there's nothing he can do about that. Right. But they left that in. Yeah. It's weird. All that it's shit. just All so that shit arbitrary. Like, yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's how it is. You know, they wanted to make it more family friendly. And I guess people didn't want to see guys getting paralyzed with an ambulance has to come out on the field. Nobody wants to see that, but it's more understandable when you understand that these guys that, That's what's involved in the huge. sport. Yeah. No, I've and it seen was it was football players in real life, and they're huge. No, they're they're superhumans. Yeah. They are. Like even because they have to be. Yeah. The guys who play at like a very low level in the NFL mm-hmm. are absolute freaks of nature. Of course. Yeah. And and they have to be. And they get paid to do that. And that's just how the game is. So nobody wants to see somebody get paralyzed. No. When they're playing football. But the fact that it could happen right. is something you have to expect as a viewer. Yeah. And the yeah. idea, listen, the NFL shot itself in the foot so hard by hiding the CTE thing. Right. When it, when all that came out, then people were acting all outraged. Right. I was like, didn't we all already assume that? Yeah. I mean, it's kind that, of an unspoken thing that, that this game would give you brain. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing with boxers. The science of how your brain sits in your skull has existed since like the turn of the last century. Right. Yeah. It's it's suspended in fluid. Yeah. It's a very fragile organ. Yeah. If you slam it back and forth inside that fluid, it gets damaged. Now we may maybe we didn't have like the breakdown of like it makes you behave this way and it does this. Yeah, we didn't have that, but shit, we knew that it was gonna be it fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, your brain. Yeah. So when all that came out, I was like, well, yeah, they're football players. They're all a little fucked up. Of course, yeah. Because since they were like eight or nine, they've been falling down. And that was the other thing they said about CTE, too, is that it's not even just the vicious hits. Playing football, it's cumulative. The little stuff, just how many times you fall on the ground. Right. Like, how many times are you designed to fall on the ground? Right. Once you're an adult. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Right. Is there like a set number? Do you have to keep yeah. track of it? You know? Right. So it's like, it's, but that's it's what weird. I'm saying. Like yeah. as far as the way you've evolved, you weren't, you didn't evolve to just survive a whole bunch of falling down. No, uh-uh. you know? no, gravity. I know, not, no fucking living being human or animal is designed for that shit. Right. You know, for their we brain. have a skull to help, yeah. to, you know, protect that. But then even that, 
the yeah. brain will hit it's, up against the skull. Yeah, that's a concussion. It's you know? floating in there. Yeah. It's going to get damaged. And that's yeah. the other thing, too, is that, like, like that's what I may, mean is outside of concussions, even just falling down here yeah. and there eventually oh, yeah. starts degrading your brain. Yeah. And then they're like, we got these fancy helmets. And people are like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. I'm always aghast. <laughs> we know how it works. We know how your brain sits yeah. in your skull. Right. We know how that works. And you're like, we have a special helmet. Is it inside their brain? Right. It's still not going to. That's how momentum works. You right. Know? Is it inside? Are they woodpeckers? Because, you know, woodpeckers have some kind of like padding in there. Oh, yeah. 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 That's there, all they that, do. Woodpeckers are fucking annoying as shit. Yeah. No, they are that. They are. It's a crazy bird, though. It is crazy bird. As fast as that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. What a weird evolution. Like how fast were they getting eaten when it was like, you need to get inside this tree in the next three (laughs) seconds. Immediately. Because they're fucking after you. (laughs) Get inside this tree. Get that worm now. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) 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 The the bird that didn't make it was the one that was like, dick, dick. Yeah. Yeah. that's the one you're like, gone. Get yeah. the fuck out of yeah. here. No, no, fuck it. No, go, go fuck yourself. No, I'm getting this worm. Yeah, those all got eaten. Nah, yeah. he, he's gone. Those yeah, didn't fucking, survive. The ones with the screw shaped yeah. beak that had to like <laughs> climb, they had to climb around the tree over and over because their beak was screw shaped. Phil, Phil, the slow woodpecker got eaten. Yeah. Ah, it's my fucking team. Let's go. Oh, and the Cowboys. There's a fucking penalty. Good, oh, good job. Yeah, good, hey, good season start starts. Season. Third and 21 already. Good job. All right, cool. I didn't notice that. Well, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I All said. All right, I guess one will... of my teams is going to have to get, have a good season because the Orioles shit the bed, and I'm going to need the Cowboys to do something. Oh, that's – all right. Yeah, you know, that was something else I meant to mention. Sorry, we may seem incredibly distracted because we're yeah. watching football and doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. We've earned it, though. We've done a slate, oh, yeah. a spate of phenomenal podcasts Fuck recently. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to just enjoy ourselves. Um but yeah, speaking of the baseball, sorry, not like to rub it in, but <laughs> this is a fantastic time of year if you're someone who has a baseball team in contention, if you're a sports fan, because now you have, excuse me, September baseball right. and October baseball right. painted in over the top of the football season. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, it's one of those uh, magical times of year. For sports fans is it is um it was really good <laughs> it was really good when the orioles and the ravens were good in baltimore and they played back to back you yeah. know but i think it was a preseason thing more than an in-season thing right because those stadiums are like right there next to each other the city is small as fuck it's compressed so yeah it's on it piled on top of itself yeah so there were times where the orioles would play and then the ravens would play that's yeah. pretty special you know i'm oh. pretty sure somebody will get in the history books and try to prove me wrong but i lived through it <laughs> <laughs> my memory is flawless yeah it is fucking flawless yeah. and the, you know facts don't really matter you know not around here not around here no they fuck they don't yeah it's the oh. uh yeah and if you think facts matter feel free to hit me up on the uh, one gram army hotline Please at eight four seven six six people actually use your hotline nine two three eight yeah they do <laughs> and actually that segues me into something here uh well how much yeah we probably ought to just uh move on to this hotline thing. <laughs> sorry i caught a glimpse of 
how long we've been doing this to the listeners. Uh, so I did have a call from the hotline, totally not in keeping with the football theme. Yeah. Uh, a bit of backstory on this. I believe this call is from uh, my father mm-hmm. and a buddy of his who lives in Philadelphia now, both uh, Cardinals fans. Oh, and okay. for recent listeners of this podcast, you just showed up. Yeah. This is a Cubs podcast. Right. It's a big, it's a big part of the deal. Uh, you know, this podcast isn't usually this much about sports, but if it is, it's about the Cubs. And so anyway, so my father, you know, nobody's perfect. So he's a Cardinals fan. So his buddy, it sounds like, <laughs> sounds like they had a little bit of a celebration and decided to call into the uh, One Graham Army hotline at 847-665-9238. Let's take a listen to this. Hey, yeah. This is your old man. I'm here with a buddy of mine. Yeah, it's Chris from Philly. Long-time caller, first-time listener. That's right. So we want to know why. what happened to base stealing in baseball. Maybe you could tell us how many of the Cardinals, those guys used to steal all the time. It wasn't unusual to have uh, 100 bases a year by uh, Vince Coleman, Willie McGee, Ozzie Smith, and others. Now, a guy steals 10 bases in the majors. He's like a champion of base stealing. What happened to base stealing? That's our question. Thanks for your answer. <laughs> Actually, that was a pretty coherent phone call. Yeah, the, it was. Yeah. Part of the problem with the old uh, vo- the uh, old uh, Google voicemail thing is the transcription. I was going to ask you that. What does the transcription the say? The transcription is really atrocious. It's horrible. I have yeah. that on. Apple does it, too, on iPhones, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's, sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, I know who this is. And sometimes it's like, what the fuck is yeah, going no, on? Yeah, no, I thought maybe they were screaming at each other. I don't see any like exact, like anything that's like super hysterical, but there's a lot of weird grammar in there. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, in the Sports with a Capital F podcast days, more than once mm-hmm. that said, what's up, voice with a capital ass? <laughs> when people would call in. When people would call in and say, what's up, sports with a capital F? Yeah. That's what it would say. It would say, what's up, face with a capital ass? I was like, is Google... That's letting me know that artificial intelligence is yeah. not quite there yet. No, and is Google... this Or Google's really... They're big fans of my podcast. Maybe. And they're yeah. like, what's up, face with a capital ass? Damn. It's a wicked uh, Google burn. But anyway, though, that question actually is surprisingly coherent. It does make sense. Yeah. I don't know that I'm willing to do any research to answer it, but I think, um, yeah, you don't see the prolific base stealers like you used to. Maybe it's an evolution of the game. Like, it's like we were talking about football. Mm-hmm. I think, well, and I think. I, have, they, have they gone more to a, a, uh, reliance on hitting? Of course. Yeah. See, this is the, this is the thing with baseball now. Uh, and 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 this change, which is something I appreciate about baseball over football, is generally evolutions and changes are slow to happen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes it yeah. very makes it way easier to compare people from one era to a past era when they're playing virtually the exact same game. Yeah. Of you know course. What I yeah. Mean? With yeah. very little yeah. variation. Hell yeah. Because at the NFL lot. in this the version of the NFL we're looking at right now is right. unrecognizable. It's unrecognizable from where it was 20 years ago, let That's alone true. 40 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. But realistically baseball, other than the fact that the highlights are grainy, mm-hmm. didn't look a whole lot different in 1960 than it does now. No, it really doesn't. And the NFL yeah. was like weird rugby with single bar helmet. It oh was yeah. The entire structure of it was different. 
Um, fucking goalposts was in the you know, right there on the goal line instead of yeah, behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all the that. The whole CFL thing that they still do yeah, is that's weird. Seems that's super yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. To have an immovable steel pole. Yeah. There. Uh, but we digress as yeah. as usual. Uh, what were we talking about? Base stealing. Oh yeah. But so as far as that's concerned, as an evolution of the game, I would say it's probably a result of players being uh, both selected and coached mm-hmm. for power. You know what I mean? Right. Big power arm, big power bat. Yeah. If you're fast, that's great. You know? I, that, let me digress again. Oh, no. The fucking Steelers and Browns were tied in overtime. The Steelers just kicked a field goal that they missed. So wow. the Browns are going to get a chance to win this game again. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I will say we have been following this game since yeah. before we started doing the podcast. Yeah. And, yeah. That and is this a, is a good game. Neither yeah. one of us are fans no, of neither one of these teams. No, no. Let me, let me finish game. this thing about <laughs> yeah, base stealing, ahead, and then I'll yeah. tell you why that's also different from baseball. But okay. So anyway, so the deal with base stealing, though, to me is that players have been coached, and, just to answer the question because I want to encourage people to call in, but players of have course. been coached to hit for power and be giant and be strong, mm-hmm. big arms. And if you happen to be fast, that's great, you know, but uh, going back as far as like someone like Jason Hayward, it was like, yeah, you could steal – 15 yeah because he's right if you steal 15 to 20 bases a season you're the base stealing phenomenon Mm -hmm. but it's also because the real quick little guys like the quick guys who were just like that was like a specialty of theirs was to steal bases would would now hit with shifts and the way pitchers study hitters, the way the zone is understood, the way it's tracked. Mm -hmm. I think that those guys are going to have less success at the plate, way less opportunities to get on. It'll be a long time till you could train one of those guys who who can steal effectively that way to also hit for average. And it's funny that you said the shifts because in this season, we've seen some really weird shifts to where they shifts. bring a guy from damn left field all yeah. the way the fuck in, you know, and they everybody's yep. shifted over to uh, essentially you have another infielder, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's and a lot you of shifted them all, and, yeah, you shifted them all to one side of the field, yeah. Well, how ballsy exactly. is that, right? You know, right? That's insanity. And it takes a lot of research to do mm-hmm. that, and yeah. you know for a fact. Just as a batter being in a box, you know mentally that, fuck, they know exactly. Yeah. They know me, you know. Yep. What are you going to do then? Yeah, and you can't. <laughs> they're basically like, you can't push it the other way. Right, right. You just don't have the ability right. to. So, yeah, so you take a guy. that uh, It's a stupid reference, but Tony Campana uh, is a guy who played for the Cubs in some of the really down years. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple, I think he played two seasons with the Cubs, kind of back and forth from the minor leagues. He was super fast, though. Right. He was super fast. He was like a little dude, and he was super fast. And when he first came up, he was able to hit a little bit. But in today's Major League Baseball, if you can hit a little bit, you got to hit a lot bit better than that because right. they're going to figure you out super quickly. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. literally every analytic available about what you throw and what count and all that is constructed in as long as they need to have a sample size they're happy with, and mm-hmm. that's disseminated, and it's like, bam. Now everyone on earth knows that 2-1, you try to hit the bottom outside corner with your slider. Yeah, and that's just just how it is. And then if you try to wing it because it's in your head, you're going to leave one over the plate. Oh, 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 go Cowboys. Look at that defense. What? Oh, shit. 
Demarcus Lawrence got that fucking fumble recovery. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Panthers I, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's an evolution of the game, you yeah. know? And it's, like you said, but it's I think more, it's a result of that. It's an evolution of the game, but it's not rule, new rules thrown at players. No, no, no. It no. is a team will sit down and, and do study and change yeah. the game. Because of they've done their, but their that's research. awesome. Yeah, and that is awesome. You know what I mean? Right. That you can manipulate. That's not the, the MLB game. saying no. You can. You need to do this, or you can't do right. that, and you do yeah. this now, now, blah blah blah. Yeah. No, it's like teams saying, okay, we need to sit down and figure out how we can win, and we need to do this according to the rules, and what can we do to do that? And that's yeah. what they've done. No, you are. It is absolutely accurate, and that's yeah. and that's a great thing about baseball. And baseball is such a grind, and you're willing to take any leg up you can get. Oh yeah. And if that yeah. means you've just restructured the way people understand how a batting lineup works or how you position your players, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, and they and they would 162 games, right? Yeah, yeah. And they still they wouldn't still be using all those wacky shifts and shit if it wasn't affecting things. But I think to answer that question, yeah. put a little bow on it. I think that the reason why guys don't steal bases like they used to. Is and also catchers are different monsters too. I don't want to forget about that. I just thought yeah. of that. Catchers yeah. now, a lot of catchers you see are phenomenal athletes. You mm-hmm. look at like Wilson Contreras for the Cubs, you yeah. look at Buster Posey when he first came up. There's a lot of guys playing catcher in the major leagues who aren't just giant fat dudes who like occasionally yeah. run into yeah. a fastball. You're talking about yeah. like guys who hit for average, oh, yeah. guys who are in who are super quick. You know, their knees re- haven't been destroyed yet. I remember yet. back in the day, it was like Pudge Rodriguez. Right. Yeah, you know, and he would yeah. like fucking, you know, catch the ball and then fucking throw it to first base to try to get the dude. And yeah. he's caught some dudes doing oh, that Oh, yeah, shit, of course. You know? No, and catchers were great, but now yeah. you're talking about the athleticism of yeah, catchers yeah. now versus yeah. then. I, I just think it's probably less catchers you want to run on and also um, just the nature of yeah. the game itself. Of course. Like trying to steal becomes more difficult in those shifts. Mm-hmm. Getting guys on base who have that kind of speed. Right. Yeah. That and then too, if you yeah. think about it too, and all of this is the birth of analytics, and I, I like to be cynical sometimes and go, well, hey, Nolan Ryan played for 27 years. But, uh, you know, part of the pitch counts and part of the preserving players' lifetimes is also not making them – Attempt to steal base in every base stealing attempt all yeah, the time. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. Sometimes now, yeah, now you're like, uh, maybe, I don't know. You don't want to take that chance. You know, you it's it's good to have a guy on base because if you got a guy on base, yeah. then you can bunt, get him in the scoring position. Maybe the guy that's hitting right now, maybe he's number one on the fucking the lineup. So, right. you know, you can let him swing freely. Maybe yeah. he'll hit a home run. Maybe he'll hit a double. Maybe yeah. he'll hit a single. Now you got two guys on yeah. base. You and, know? The, and the emphasis of the game, too, is so much on the long ball. Right. And so much on power and slugging. Yeah, it definitely is now. That I think it, yeah. it, it has, in some respects, eliminated – well, not eliminated the knee, but just eliminated their desire to run baseball players into the oh, ground like shit. that. Oh, shit. Oh, my this goodness. fucking oh, ground is It's a flag, oh, though. Goodness. Oh, oh who that, who's that flag on? on. Who oh, my goodness. On? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching Cleveland and Pittsburgh right now. <laughs> if Cleveland pulls this game out after having not won a game last season, they beat the Steelers at home yeah. to start this season. That's they can, enough they can that, lose every other fucking game. That's no. enough of that baseball question. Yeah. Guys don't steal bases like they used to, and the Cardinals suck. Uh, <laughs> 
But yeah, this is insanity. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns on week one with the Browns with a chance to win it on a crazy interception on a sack on Ben Roethlisberger are now... Who's the flag on? I don't know. Is it on know. Pittsburgh? Blocking, Blocking the, back. the back. Dang. But the interception still stands, though. They just move it yeah, back. Yeah, they move yeah. it back. Okay. Yeah. All, All right, right, Gonzalez. Let's see what you got. Yeah, this is craziness. But anyway, hey, let's wrap this up so we watch the rest of football. We've done oh, yeah. a half hour. I think that's probably enough. Oh, Unless yeah, you had something good. else. No, I don't have anything pressing, yeah. no. Okay. Uh-uh. Well, this was an episode about football and baseball. Hell yeah. And it was fantastic. Actually, I did have one more call, a hotline, but uh, sorry about that. We'll get to you next week. Uh, I am Graham. That's Tony. Pod Caviar is a podcast. You can get it wherever you go. You like dope T-shirts, you go to shirtcaviar.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming soon, the One Graham Army T-shirt yes. available at shirtcaviar.com. We call that synergy because we're businessmen and we're going places. Good okay. night, everyone. Welcome. One gram. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast. Welcome. One, 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 one gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome. One one one, one gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast.